what I done is over trading and also revenge trading, which proved me costly to my account due to the leverage. As you know, if you trade in Binance and see the leverage and the position side bar that you can slide, I took it too much, which cost me my account. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm on a mission to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. To reduce risk in your life, go to myworstinvestmentever.com today and take the risk reduction assessment I've created from the lessons I've learned from more than 470 guests. It's time to start building wealth the easy way by reducing risk. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stotts from A Stotts Academy. And I'm here with featured guest, Dr. Sirawit Wongpanit. Dr. Sirawit, are you ready to join our mission? Yeah, of course, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I can feel that and I'm, I'm excited to get you here. And let me introduce you to the audience. Dr. Sirawit is a founder of The Money Clinic a Facebook page about trend-following trading from Thailand. He is a doctor and a trader in the stock market, cryptocurrencies, and also futures. Well, take a minute and just try to fill in a bit about the value that you bring to the world. Okay, so for me, the value that I bring is like to give the knowledge for the, just not only just the, advance or the people who stay in the stock market for a long time but the beginners also i want them to like start at the right part and don't lose too much money before they get the the adequate knowledge to stay survive because many of the beginners or the one who just entry the market want to get rich quick and sometimes during that time if they don't go with the right path, during the time when they have the chance to do it as the knowledge is adequate, they will not have enough money. So <laughs> I want them to like start gradually and, and survive in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we were talking before the, uh, we turned on the recorder and I was saying that I came to Thailand in 1992 and I started my first job as a analyst at a broker that was broker number one called Tawanok Finance, Dynamic Eastern Finance Company. And it was at the intersection of what we call in Thailand, all Samatha. But what I remember was that people rushed into the trading room every day. And it was a madhouse of people that were just trading like crazy. I mean, they just couldn't. It was grandma and grandpa and so many different people that would be in the trading room at that time. And they just were in a rush, you know, at that time. And I often saw when I went in there as an analyst, they would ask me a lot of questions. And a lot of what I try to tell them is slow down, manage risk, be careful. And yeah, people just get excited when they see the stock market and they, they read about things. And then, as you say, they run out of money by the time they, they get the knowledge. <laughs> and one other question, you know, being a doctor, what's the difference there? I mean, does a doctor... You know, I, I know that doctors that I've met that invest and I've seen doctors that like dividends and 
doctors that like analyzing, doctors like trading, but what, what do you think is kind of the angle from yourself being a doctor and how that gives you some perspective? Well, for me, I think if I am a doctor, right? So the, the thing that I, I think is the, the way you to, to analyze things and get the critical thinking. And it's a key, the key thing for doctors to do in our day-to-day tasks. But when we go into the trading or investing in the stock market at any market, we have to change a lot of the perspective from our job because when we enter the market, right, we are start from zero equally. Mm. But many of the doctors or the one in the higher rank, they think they are very smart. They just very like they clever and they know everything by the time and then they come to the market it gets worse mm. like that yeah in fact overconfidence it happens for doctors yeah. it happens for entrepreneurs who have been very successful with their businesses and then they come to the stock market with this confidence and the market yeah. just takes their money away so ladies and gentlemen be careful well now it's time to share your worst investment ever and since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be. Tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. Okay. Well, I had many bad investments during my seven years of on and off investing and trading because due to my profession. But the worst one for me is during the crypto market currency time in the futures, futures trading. The cryptocurrency market bring me really up and down, actually. I got 10 times profit, but also lost around one-fifth of my capital there as well. Yeah, I have to confess that that time I'm so exciting around the booming of the crypto market. And that's why I got forget about risk management. And what I done is over trading and also revenge trading which proved me costly to my account due to the leverage. As you know, if you trade in Binance and see the leverage and the position side bar that you can slide it, I took it too much, which cost me my account. Because, and after that, after you overtrade, what you're going to see is not the chart pattern, the price pattern, the risk management. You'll see only the PNL, the profit and loss only. That caused me a severe loss of money. Yeah. I realized that after that, I lost around 100,000 baht. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm. And by the time that that club blew up, I stopped. I started realizing, oh, why, what have I done? And I stopped doing what, everything and I start analyzing myself and then I just get back and just turn off the application or something and go somewhere else to Mm. to relax or something like that. Yeah, that's what my worst investment story. It's interesting that you said, what have I done? I think a lot of times when we make a mistake in investing and we lose money, we feel shame. We feel kind of embarrassed, particularly if we're leaders and if, if we're known and we're public. But also if it's family money or, you know, all kinds of reasons. And so I think for the listeners out there, you know, it's just natural that when you lose in the market and when you lose in investing, 
it can be shameful and it's okay to just talk about it and then learn from it. That's the key. So let's go through what lessons did you learn from this experience? Well, I have learned a lot from this experience because it's cost me a lot of money and cost me also my confidence. Firstly, do not overtrade. Exactly. By the time the account is not quite big, I have a thought of getting rich quickly with my experience and knowledge. That's respect what it takes. So the market smacked me in the face and take us, take not solely one fifth of my account, but also my confidence. Also do not take revenge trading. Like the martingale strategy may suit into gambling, but not in well at all in trading. I had learned that when I am a hot streak, trade a little bigger, but when I'm in a cold streak, trade a little smaller, not vice versa. Mm. And lastly, there will be a lot more trading transactions in your life, not just go big or go home, because most thrift traders just go home and lose. How to stay for the long run is better than short term. Yeah, mm. that's what the lesson that I learned. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if I, summarize the big thing that i take away is something you just said it costs me confidence yeah you know we always think about the money we lose of course that's you know that's terrible but it's the confidence in ourselves it's the confidence to go back in there and trade again there's many people who would who have lost money in the stock market and said i'm never going back and that's not a solution either because we need to compound our our savings and our investment over time, if we're going to have enough money, for instance, to retire. So I really think that that cost of confidence is such a major thing. And I think the second thing is that, you know, in the beginning, you talked about the overconfidence of doctors. Yeah. And I said the overconfidence of entrepreneurs, but the concept is, if you go in with overconfidence, it's going to be taken away. And when it's taken away, Use that as a moment to, to be humble and then try to rebuild and strengthen yourself as you go back in. The market, you know, the market is such a complex system that, you know, it's not like simple things and, you know, you really have to take it carefully. Anything you would add to that? I think it's the thing more over than that. I think the thing that I learned, right, is like about there will be a sweet spot for you like in the, how, how much of the, the size that you take and the thing that will suit you, if you had the adequate experience, you will be the winner at that time. But mm. if you not got what it takes, it will end like a loser, but keep going like that. So maybe try to find your sweet spot and try to operate within that sweet spot. Yeah. That's, exactly. I think that's good advice. So based upon what you learned from this story and what you continue to learn, what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Let's think of that young person. They've opened up their crypto account. They're really excited. Everybody's getting rich. We're all going to be rich. What one piece of advice would you give them? One piece of advice that I think is really important is I would recommend to listeners is to plan and follow it, which is harder than you think. Yeah, it's, it's really harder because we have an emotion something and like you have the confidence that you can, you wouldn't do, follow your plan. But the thing is, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. 
Yeah. So that you will, will not be on the same face as me mm. as before. Like that. Set yeah. your plan. Well, all right. Now, let me ask you, what's a resource that you'd recommend for our listener? Well, the resources for the listener, I got my Facebook page, right? Money Clinic. And next year, I will open my Facebook group around the sharing of the stock market. Maybe the first week in Thai stock market first. And after I would go to like the, in the US or something like that, like just a chart pattern or, or sometimes like the business model or something like that. And the another thing is I will have the online course, but by the time it's open already, uh, the next in the next in the next near futures, I got I will have the online course. So if you like come from the worst my worst investment ever will, will be discount. I will right. send you later on. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we'll put those links in the show notes. So, ladies Thank and gentlemen, much. check out the Facebook group. Check out the online course. I know it's. Uh, I have a lot of online courses. I know it's not easy to make an online course that's really yeah, good, exactly. and you know it takes time. So I know how that goes. All right. So last question: What is your number one goal for the next twelve months? Well, my number one goal is to build a community for my Facebook page, which in the next year content will make include English content as well, because actually my content is in Thai. Mm. But more, I will develop a trading strategy that suit me more. Yeah, for me, because I would have more time on the monitor to watch the market. Since my job, my new job has been changed from restaurant training to doctor clinic. I will still have like two portfolios to separate each other, like one for trend following and another for like short-term day trading or swing trading. Yeah, that is my goal for my next 12 months. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah. listeners, there you have it, another story of loss to keep you winning. If you haven't taken the risk reduction assessment, I challenge you to go to myworstinvestmentever.com right now and start building wealth the easy way by reducing risk. As we conclude, Dr. Sirawit, I want to thank you again for coming on and joining our mission. On behalf of A. Stotts Academy, I hereby award you alumni status for turning your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Yeah, of course. The parting word for me is the road to investments or trading is very tough. It filled with struggle. It filled with up and downs. And also there are no guarantee that you succeed. But at the end of the road, will be so sweet if you can make it. Don't forget to do your PDCA and the plan, do, shake, act, action. Like plan ahead of entry plan, exit plan, position size or something like that. Do, do the action of your, of your plan. Check, check the result and process which you did. And the last thing, act, develop and improve yourselves based on the previous experience and mistakes. Yeah, that's all. Great advice. And ladies and gentlemen, the PDCA is called the Schuert cycle, later modified by Dr. Deming. It's called the Deming cycle. He called it PDSA, but PDCA is similar. So that's very fascinating. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is about one guest, one story, one mission. 
to help 1 million people reduce risk in their lives. Fellow risk takers, this is your worst podcast host, Andrew Stott, saying, I'll see you on the upside.